So we're obviously going through a, a crazy time right now and a, a unprecedented. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever remember a time when, when the world Never. shut down like this. Never. No, no. Um, with, the, with the coronavirus. And so we want to be mindful, going into this conversation, we want to be mindful, obviously, of the people who are dealing with the actual virus in their family or personally themselves. And, and, and we definitely are thinking about you guys. And we, we personally haven't been hit by it or family members haven't been hit by it. And so we recognize that, that our daily lives and the struggles we're going through day to day, definitely it's not worst case scenario. Right. And so this conversation is not necessarily about that, but we, we, we just want to want to put that out there that, that we recognize there's a lot of pain and suffering going on right now. Yeah. yeah. Having said that, it has adjusted the way that we, we go. Absolutely. Do our day you know, lives. I'll say this. And I know that, you know, being in Dallas County, we're seeing it up close um, through friends, and you've seen it with a couple of your friends as well, um, Ben. But you know, this is this is unprecedented times, man. This is something that you know my my heart just goes out to so many families that are out there right now yeah. that are going that are suffering right now, and it's not just just through the virus and on the health side, there's a lot of people that are suffering, you know, financially at the mm-hmm. same time um, through this process. But, you know, you hit it on the head, Ben. We, we just, our hearts go out to, to those um, prayers are out too, man. Uh, yep. You know, we've, we've said it before in the past that at, at some point we're going to overcome. Mm-hmm. But uh, right now, man, it's, you know, it's tough out there yeah. and uh, so, a lot of respect for folks. So what for you guys, what does is, what is your day-to-day look like now with not going to the office, not having that routine? What what are you doing on a daily basis um, with the new circumstances? Yeah, it's been, it's been a shift for me. I've never worked from home. Um, I've never had an office set up. So first thing when this hit is I had to go set up my office. We had two desks, um, but I had to go get a monitor and I had to get some stuff because – you know, with what, what we do, we've got a lot of work on the computer, you know, a lot of models that we're building for clients. Um, so I had to start with that. Um, I've got four kids. And so that means I've got an, I've got an eight year old, a six year old and twins that are three. And now that daddy's home, they don't understand this. The, The older two have a pretty good idea. You know, I let them know, Hey, daddy's at work. If daddy's in the office, daddy's at work. But the twins, it's playtime all day long, yeah. right? Yep. And they think that that's what it is. And um, and I'll say the first week was difficult. Uh, it really was. And and here in Dallas, the first week that we were at the stay in place and the office shut down, uh, it rained all week. Mm-hmm. So the kids couldn't yeah. go outside and they couldn't do uh, couldn't do anything, um, you know, active. So they just wanted to play the whole time. So it was hard. I mean. I had half naked kids running in in the back of conference Zoom conference calls. Uh, I mean, it was it it was hard, um, and it w- it took a week. And to be honest with me, it was like, or to to be honest, it was just I wanted it to be over and I wanted to go back to the office. Mm-hmm. And then there was a shift um, that that first weekend um, that that we were home in between weekend one and two, and the weather warmed up a little bit. But I was able to take a breath and just to say gosh, like it really could be so much worse. It really, really could be because so many people have no work, are not able to do that, um, don't have the opportunity to work from home. Uh, I mean, there's so many circumstances that that I was so lucky. And then to think like, okay, I get to have breakfast with my kids. 
I get to have lunch with my kids and I get to have dinner with my kids. I can't tell you the last time I had three meals in that's one day. That's the silver day. lining then. That, that's, that's exactly silver, right. Yeah. That's 100%. And then, you know, two, you know, it's shifted, you know, from what, what we do in real estate has really shifted to more just like a service, like helping people, helping companies figure out, okay, how can we help you get through this time? How can we find, you know, clauses in your lease that give you some relief or how can we negotiate with your landlord to get you, you know, some deferred rent or, Hey, is there any money that we can get back for you? I mean, so it's very different as opposed to working on transactions and getting new spaces and doing all that. It's very different, but what that has done though, and I would say this, the other silver lining on this is that I've learned to work from home and I've learned to be efficient, get the things done that I need to get done, but then also be present with my family. Mm. And this time really, and, and Tiff says this all the time, this is not my word, but she's like, this time is precious. It really is. Like we get to, okay, 10 o'clock if I like bugging out from looking at the screen, guys let's go for a run or let's go for a walk let's go for a bike ride let's go do something it really has been it really has been really good for our family because you know in reality it's been a hard three and a half years since transitioning out because yeah. my schedule and my work day is so long and it was not what you know when I played I thought my days, you know, no, it could never get longer. I'm in the I'm at the facility at six thirty, and I'm home at five. I mean, nobody works this hard, right? <laughs> For less pay, right? <laughs> so, so it's been a really hard, you know, few years, and especially you know, adding twins to the mix has been it's been difficult. So this time right now has has allowed us as a family just to pause. And appreciate, you know, really kind of what God has put in our lives and, you know, what he's given us because it's, we've got, we've got, got uh, your health, man. We do. We really do. We've got our health. And the, the important things we've got healthy kids, we've got a roof over our head and like nothing else, nothing else is more important than that to our family. So, um, it's been, it's been a, a professionally, it's been hard. Yeah. Um, but I would say from, you know, from a family and perspective shift, I think this is something that we needed as a family. And I would say that a majority of the country is taking a look at this now, you know, in what week four of this is that, you know, we're in week four, week five, when, you know, wherever we're at, I think most of the country is saying this has been good for us because it's been great to look at the country and to say, okay, hey, we're going to rally together. Yeah. Very similar to what we did after 9-11 you know, like World War One, World War Two. I mean, all these times that these tragedies struck, it's like, okay, hey, let's come together because we're one team and we're yeah. one goal. Yeah. What's your What's your daily life like now, Darren? It, With that it, big penthouse down in Dallas County. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God, it's been really hard. Um, and I can tell you from an emotional side of seeing again in Dallas County, I think our numbers are up at 750,000, something like that right now. No, 750 cases. Yeah. Almost. Well, that was April 1st. Yes. And they're coming in and that spike is coming in. So we may be close to a thousand. So we're, we're starting. Well, we have been for the last week. We're, we're it's getting closer. It's like, you know, for the longest time you hear about it on the news and it was, you know, miles away. Mm-hmm. It's on the doorstep right now. Mm. And I think that has been a wake up call for for us and an understanding the responsibility that's needed through this process. I think that's 
from, you know, the, and this has just come from me. So it's been hard to watch a lot of the folks or a lot of people, the more and more further we get along, the more and more people I know that that have COVID-19 it's like it's coming now mm-hmm. you know so that I think that the fear is there mm-hmm. and you always as a father what's the first thing you want to do is protect. protect you just that's natural for you is to protect and I can say not only that but then let's fast forward to work you guys know me as I, I like to work man I like to go and I'm a I'm a people person I need to be in the office and I need to be around people and you know, hosting and, you know, at the Cowboys Club, whatever we, however we do at work. You know, I, I like to be around you. Get, well, maybe not you two, but I like to be around <laughs> people in the office. And it's energy. It just brings energy to me. Yeah. So for, for me not to have the team or the team atmosphere has been a, a, a tough adjustment for me. Um, I can say one of the things that I, I, I've learned so much more about and have an appreciation for those uh, that stay home. Yeah, I have a huge appreciation, especially staying home with kids. I have a, a huge appreciation for what they do because that is tough, man. Mm-hmm. That's tough sledding, knowing the same way your kids are running into the mm-hmm. into your zooms yeah. and they're behind you. And I've seen a couple of them running butt naked behind. <laughs> you. Just let you know that. But it's the same thing. My son could care less. He's three years old. My youngest is three years old, and he can care less. He, he's you know. Your dad, I know you're talking to someone on mm-hmm. on on Zoom or on your computer, but I need the Cheerios, so mm-hmm. give them to me. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm I'm dealing with that, but it's also, you know, the little the silver lining that I that I've had is my wife is a partner in her own company. It's called Ink and Oral. She's a design. She has a design company, and I've been able. Basically, she's kicked me to the curb because she takes over the big room and she's all set up in the big room. And then I have to find my little office space off to the side. But I can hear her going through her conference calls on a day to day basis. And she is a dude. She's a stud. (laughs) She's a killer. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there listening to her calls and she's running operations. She's running. You know, she's restructuring the, the employee base. She's running money. She's doing she's doing everything, financials, and she's running those meetings. And I'm like, man, I I never knew because she offices downtown. I office in Frisco, Texas, mm-hmm. and we're so far apart. I never knew that she's done so much that she does so much for her for her business, mm-hmm. and. That has been impressive, man. It really has. And I've told, I think I told you, Tyler, man, I, I sit back sometimes and I, I've learned so much from listening to her calls as, and, and that, those things have rubbed off. So that's the silver lining, man. I have a huge appreciation for who my wife is now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And had this never happened, you never would have seen ne- this, I, had, I, had this never happened, I'd never seen mm-hmm. her operate in this, in this type of environment. So let me... You, you mentioned, okay, the fear is setting in. It's knocking on your doorstep. Are you typically a person that is driven? You've talked about fear and football is good, right? Like you need yeah. to fear failure. You need to fear all those things. But in life, are you typically a person that fears things no. or lets that control you? Not So when this not. came out, what was your, your – and if you don't know Darren, Darren is a, not, not – yeah, I would say a germaphobe. Yeah, he's a guy that's like, you know, <laughs> I am. hey, always wiping down his desk, yeah. always like got a paper towel on the door handle, right? Super weak immune system. So, <laughs> <laughs> but but 
but you're not, I don't see you as a guy that's driven by fear, but no. how were you early on in this process when it was kind of coming out versus where you're at now? And then what is your outlook? Now, and I'm not saying what do you think is going to happen, but like right. your outlook on like, how to think through this well I, it felt like we were you know when it first came out when you started hearing about COVID-19 you started to hear and I remember listening to Dr. Oz at the Super Bowl talk about this what's going on in China and he was on Radio Row at the Super Bowl having his conversation and I'm listening in on it on the ESPN station I'm listening in on him he's talking about this and I'm thinking okay well I mean that's way that's in China you know, what are you concerned about? And he's saying, hey, man, you need, we need to batten down the hatches. It's coming. It's, it's, going, it's on our doorstep. It's coming. And I'm thinking, yeah, right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fast forward it. <laughs> A month. One month. One month. And here it's coming. Well, remember, that some of our government, government officials, some of our, you know, they were talking about, now still go to, you know, still, there's oh, yeah. travel bans. Don't need to do all, like, nobody's really. And that's, and I'm getting that from the media is, is, is listening to the government officials saying, ah, oh, it's okay. We'll be okay. And everything's right. going to be all right. And I have that mentality. That's my mentality anyway. So it's sort of like, okay, we'll, we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. We're America. We, you know, this, <laughs> this, America. Is happening in a, this is happening in a third world country. What's going on here? But, you know, I. I'm listening to this and I'm hearing all everything's going on and I'm not as phased. And it, for me, it's one of those situations where, and, and this is how my reaction is. And it's a shame that it has to happen this way. I got to get punched in the mouth. I have to see it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, it, and, and a good friend of ours uh, who I just met with two months ago, sat down and met with him, got coronavirus. And this is a healthy guy. 43, 44 years old, and it damn near killed him. And to hear that story, that was like, wait a minute. Uh, So my mind went from not so much me, but, okay, wife, kids, everybody, here's information. Now I wanted, I was looking for information, more, you know, just scouring the internet and making calls to get as much information as I can to protect the family. That's where my mindset went. And that's where it's been because I feel like there's a responsibility for all of us. We all need to be responsible in this situation. And I know in some communities it probably hasn't been as hard hit, but in that Dallas community, it's been hit, man. And it's not to the extent of what's happening in New York city. I don't want to go that far or what's happening in Seattle, but it's on the doorsteps and it's made me more responsible as a man. It's not in that now I'm not thinking about us. Ah, it's happening in China. It's happening over there, but it's happening now here. Yeah. So the different phases of, of, you know, getting punched in the mouth, like you were talking yeah. about, you know, it's acceptance. It's, it's realizing you're in a fight. It's, it's knowing, um, you know, just ex- like I said, just accepting the reality. So how do you, now that you know the reality, how do you handle it on a day-to-day basis Aside from the taking care of your family from a health standpoint, you know, you're washing your hands, you're, you're yeah. limiting you know, exposure. How do you handle it mentally going forward each day, still knowing you have a job to do, thankfully, right? Because there's a lot of people that don't, that, that yeah. lost their jobs, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, we still have work. So how do you start to handle that situation of knowing you have a job to do, knowing you've still got to produce. Yeah. You know, like it's a great question, man. You still got to wake up and get up in the morning and do, and try to be as root, you know, follow my routine as much as I possibly can. And that routine is getting up in the morning. Like I was going to work 
taking a shower or going to work out, do whatever I need to do, but just getting going in the morning. I, I think that the, the thing that's really helped me is that my wife is doing the exact same thing. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's been helpful in the sense that I know that she's doing business. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing business. Now business is not good. We're taking it on the chin. Right. We've been getting our ass kicked for the last couple of weeks. I think as a whole, mm-hmm. everyone is pretty much, you know, been getting their ass kicked in our industry. Right. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's still working through the process. It's still knowing that you can be a resource. And Tyler just hit, hit on it earlier. We still know we can be a resource to, to our clients uh, that are going through this. And being on those calls, uh, making sure that, you know, I'm there for those clients and trying to do whatever it takes to help them out. I still, that, that's, that's what's waking me up in the morning. Yeah, and I think, I think there's, there's, there's three phases here, right? And there's, there's a fear phase, like where everyone's like fearful and you're worried about yourself and you're worried about, okay, what am I going to get? What's going to be the issues? And then there's like a learning phase, right? Where it's like, okay, hey, let's understand. And you talked, you know, you talked about it, but like, let's learn as much as we can. Let's be educated and right. understand, okay, it's not just about me. But then there's like this growth phase that, you know, now we can serve. Like if right. we're healthy and we have the ability to do Absolutely. so safely, mm-hmm. let's go help and serve and band together. Because that fear phase is like, okay, I got to hunker down and I got to go buy all the toilet paper yeah. and I got to stock up on groceries and I got to do all these things. And it's like, that's not helping anybody. Exactly. And that's yeah. not going to help us get through this. And then it's like, okay, then there's that phase of, okay, let's understand what's going on. But like, hopefully we can get everyone to that growth phase and that, that everyone can realize, okay, Hey, there's something that we can do, whether it's professionally, whether it's personally, whether it's whatever it is that we can help someone else through this phase. And we can get as a country, as a planet is we can all band together and we can make this better and honestly like one of the silver linings that, that i didn't mention is i think that we can be just better humans yeah true on the man. backside of yeah, this. yeah 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 I so mean, true. there's a lot that we can learn we can learn and one of the things I, I saw this the other day and just talking about this is a perspective shift for all of us we're not in control yeah like we think as humans we run this planet and this is ours well yeah just like that yeah. we are not in control yeah and they put it in an analogy is like, now as humans, we're in cages. Mm-hmm. Like, Mother Nature doesn't care. God doesn't care. Like, when it's time for a correction or something to happen, it's not up to you guys. Mm-hmm. It is not up to And I'm not saying this is a correction and we deserve this. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, that like, just understanding that we're not in control and what we do as people really is insignificant in the big picture. Exactly. Because there's nothing we could have done really to prevent this except for eat bats. But you know what? You're right, man. I mean, you know, this virus does not discriminate no. at all. It doesn't care less who mm-hmm. you are, what you are, what level you're at. Or yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's been, it's been something that has really affected, you know, the world as a whole, but you know, there's so much that we can learn from this. And I, I think I'm going through that process now. I'm still going through the process yeah. of learning how I can be, be at home and be a better father, learn mm-hmm. how I can be a better businessman. And there's so many things that, you know, look, there's, there's, you know, again, I don't want to take away from what the virus has done as far as the devastation. I mean, there's people that are losing their lives, mm-hmm. but on my end and, and on, on our end, there's so much more that not only that we can be doing, but also how we can be better at what we're doing. And I, yeah. and I think that's, it's created some time for me at the home to think, you know what, 
let me reflect on a little bit of this. I can do a better job of being a, a better husband, be a more supportive husband, which I, I feel like I have. I've, I've made strides, man. Yeah. I don't know if you guys believe me. Don't, but I've made Not at all. <laughs> but I've made strides the last couple of weeks because I feel like I've been more supportive than I've ever been because I'm more face-to-face with my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've become a better father. I've taught my son how to ride a bike. Holla. Three-year-old in three days, which has been phenomenal. But then there's there's so many other little things. Like even as as a partner in, in at ESRP, I feel like I've learned so much from other people uh, through our through the partnership as far as being a leader. Yeah. You know, there's a lot I've taken a, a lot away from what's happened in the last two and a half, three weeks for you know, yeah. for me, like you were talking about Tyler, what's what it's forced me to do is be more efficient with how I work. Yeah. And be a lot more, you know, focused. Because I've got a like, like you tell, I've got kids. So I've got a three-year-old and a newborn. And so when I sit down to work, I better, I better be focused. I better get after it Dude, because you, I, I only a have a, hold up, hold up. I only have a 30 when are minute. are you not like hyper-focused <laughs> on something? He's, he's, a, he's the guy in the office who throws headphones on and it's like, don't talk to him. Don't talk if you notice Darren and I went first because now as Ben talks about his day and what he does, now we got ours out of the way. Yeah. We're not going to have to follow this regimen. That no, this guy God, follows. the regimen. What is it? 3.30? When does it start? No. Hey, no, no, no. Tell us. Oh, when no. does it start? And, You're and not going to bypass this. I'll wake, up, I'll wake up at like 6.30 or you know, 6.45 and I'll have a text at like 5.15. Hey, here are the topics for today. Here's what we're Here's, doing. Hey, you get this? Yeah. ESRP, we are doing. We're going to call so-and-so and so-and-so. Like, no, like, if uh, we, if you all want to talk about transparency, if, if, if we're being real on this show, the first week and a half, two weeks were really difficult for me. And again, I, I we keep saying it. I don't want to over, I don't want to look past the, the true devastation, which is people losing families, members, and things like that, and jobs. But for me, it was very, very, like, more stress than I can remember having. And it wasn't about the future. It wasn't about... But it was literally about how am I going to get through today and still take care of my responsibilities? Mm-hmm. Because again, my three-year-old doesn't understand why I'm home all day. He right. thinks it's playtime. Right. He calls it hangout. He, he'll ask me, first thing he asks me every single morning, is it, is it a hangout day? And I've got to tell him, <laughs> no, daddy's got to work. But it's so... So for me, it was super stressful because you have all these responsibilities at work still. And yet, you don't want to miss out on kids. You don't want to miss out... Because it really has given you a gift of time more so than any other. I mean, there's no other, there's just really no other way. It's so weird because there's no other time that you're going to get this. Yeah. That you're going to be at home as much as you are at home right now. And so it's the balance and trying to figure out the balance of, yes, I want to still be productive. I still want to, because I have a job and I want to be responsible in that way, but also appreciating, you know, getting to go on a bike ride with, with my son at, at, at lunch right. and then the evening. So that's what we started doing is, is, you know, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., it's that's work time. That's when I'm really putting my head down and focusing. From 11 to 1, you know, that's before he goes to nap, that's that's his time. And then again afterwards. So it's it's made me more efficient and, and more mindful of how I spend my time. Yeah, you know what? One thing that's really – and I don't know, maybe this is not the right time to be talking about this, but you know, when there's huge disruption, there's always opportunity. Yeah. There's always opportunity. And 
honestly, guys, in the last, you know, it, it took me again. I've got punched in the mouth and it, I've been staggering and trying to figure out my time and, and doing Zoom calls and all that. And I finally got a little bit of understanding of how I want to go about my day and all and how to organize that day. But I've become real aggressive as far as understanding the opportunity now. Like hyper-focused on, okay, we got punched in the mouth. Now I'm going to start punching back. Mm-hmm. And that's not only in, that pertains to my family of how I can be a better father or husband, but it also on the business side of things to think, you know, we've had, I don't know how many discussions you and I, Ben, you and I have had and a couple other guys, even to you, Tyler, of how do we, when things get better, when things start to get better, let's take advantage of such and such. And let's do a little, this, let's look at things a little differently than what we looked at mm-hmm. in the past. And I think that for me, I think that's the opportunity that's been provided. And there's, you know, it's almost like even in the stock market, you hear about people that have money on the sidelines and that are cash heavy. And when there's huge disruption, they make a fortune as far as buying stocks. Mm. They're buying them up, buying them up. And then when things straighten up, they're making millions of dollars, right? Here's, we're in a situation right now where we're at home. We can absolutely become creative. Mm. Creative in ways to serve, I think, too. Absolutely. Creative in ways to serve. Figure out who you are you, as far as your identity. Get your identity back and yep. figure out where you want to be. What's your purpose? Mm-hmm. It's almost like a reset. And this is a time that, you know, if, if our listeners are out there right now. And listen, I, and Ben, you said something earlier when we were at, we had a little break. And I, I need to go back to this. And I know this is off topic a little <laughs> bit. But Ben made mention of, like, our listeners, those, those that are listening to us right now, man. Like, if you just have a worker bee mentality, that's one thing. I mean, if, if your job is like you feel like in your life that it's just every day nine to five and that you're happy and you're content on that, that's one thing. Like I, I want this our podcast to inspire people to be to think outside the box. Not just to be in this box of every day you're doing the same thing. Man, think outside the box. Encourage those that have the entrepreneurial spirits to think, okay, here's an opportunity. Yeah, I know we got gotten our ass kicked with the COVID-19, but here's an opportunity I can reset myself mm-hmm. and think, okay, what is it that I want to really do with my life to be successful or whatever, mm-hmm. however you measure success, what is it that I want to do? Because right now is a time to reset. Cause I know I'm resetting right now and I'm in the process of this, that journey of resetting. Mm-hmm. I'm in that process right now. And it actually feels pretty damn good to know that I know I'm vulnerable right now. I know we're going through a lot right now, but at the same time that I can become a better, I can become better at whatever it is. Sorry mm-hmm. for the rant, man. But no, no, that was great. That's good. That's no. good. It, it, these times, it's sometimes you need that reset. Um, we've had a 10-year run. I mean, what was it? 2008, 2009 was the last big economic crisis. Yeah, 2008, we, but I mean, really like 2011 is when you started to really, right. you know, see some like growth. Yeah. So, we, I mean, we had a nine, nine, 10 year run where it was just really easy. I mean, you, you, you order from Amazon, you, you, I mean, everything's so instant. And so yeah. this is reset for me in my mind of, Hey, we're pretty fortunate for, for, yeah. for the most part of, of where we get to live and what we get to do. And so 
you really find out about people when they get squeezed. Oh, so true, man. You yeah. know? It's I so mean, so you talked about leadership, right? The leaders, the true leaders, the people that innately are built to lead, I think you're going to see those people start to rise up. And you're going to see maybe the people that are in positions of leadership that may not be fit for that, they're going to be exposed. And I think that this is a time, like you said, this is going to be a reset for a lot of people. I think a lot of companies are going to take a look at like they're going to actually, instead of just like trying to keep up with the day, it's okay. We're going to take an introverted look and we're going to see, okay, how do we operate? What is, what is our strength as a company? What do we, what do we do well? Are the right people in position? We're going to see a lot of that. I think within families, I think you're going to see a lot of people transition industries and careers. And this is a time, okay, Hey, I just got furloughed for two months. Now, you know, we've talked about transitions on this show. Like what is, what does this transition look like for me? This is an opportunity for me to do what I'm passionate about. And I think, and I, and, and I mentioned earlier, like, I think this will be better for our country. Because it's getting the creative juices flowing, you know, as a people, right? And that's what's going to drive new jobs, new industries, new products, better, all these things. Better preparation yeah. for something yeah. like this in the future. And, but, I mean, think about this, too. Like, as a country, we're learning, right? right. We d are so dependent on China, right? China is price gouging anything and everything mm -hmm. that they can right now, so, wow. right? Yeah. Because if we need masks. Yep, they're all made here. Oh yeah, they were buck fifty a piece. Yeah, now they're three bucks a piece. Yeah, what are you gonna do? And oh yeah, by the way, it's gonna take you a month to get them. Mm -hmm. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of stuff. And and you know, however you feel about politics and leadership, whatever. Hopefully, we have a regimen in place that sees that we need to bring some of this domestic because we cannot rely. What happens if we are self isolated mm -hmm. and we don't have the resources to do it? So, what does that bring though? That brings jobs. That brings opportunity yeah. that, and, and now, we, and there's Joe Rogan has talked about this in the past and, and he's someone that, that, that we listen to quite a bit and, and, and does such a great job, but there was, there was someone that he had on his show and he talked about, okay, is, is automation and robots going to take away all these jobs and what are all these people going to do? And this, uh, this guest was talking about, well, what do you think happened in the industrial revolution? Like, yeah, like they've created these machines that like were able to produce things. And so there are less people were needed to actually manufacture goods. Well, there's not less jobs on the planet. More jobs are going to be creative because now people are, gonna, are created because now people are thinking creatively and new products, new resources, new technologies, all these things are coming out. And I think that right now you've got a lot of people at home with some time. Yeah. You're seriously considering, like I've got one right now. And I'm not going to tell you guys because I'm coming out with a brand new product. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm really? Tell you. And, Are you going to tell everybody on the podcast? I'm going to tell you right now. I'm, I'm not going to tell you on the podcast, but I'm going to tell you the situation <laughs> is why the hell do smoke detectors only go out of batteries at 2 a.m. <laughs> at night? That's what I want to know. I'm going to solve it. I'm going to solve it. You've been smoking. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what I'm night. saying is like there's, the, I, I think the creative, the creative mindset, yes. like you said, Ben. Out of boredom. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> it it comes is. out of boredom, but man. But that's that pause. Yeah. And, and if you talk about someone, whether it's something like this or someone's transitioning careers, you've got to take a step back and you've got to pause. And you've got to really think about what it is. And I hope that on the other side of this, we're going to be stronger as a country. Hopefully, we're going to be more united. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we're going to be more motivated. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's so many things that have been taken away from us that we just took for granted. I mean, think about fitness. Like, Ben, big fitness guy, right? Like, people are losing their minds not going to the gym. Like, you yeah. think that, like, coming out of this, people are going to be like, yeah, 
Like I'm going to make sure yeah. I take you know care what? of my, I can tell you this, my health. It, not only this, but you know, we talk about, you know, the appreciation factor, the appreciation factor for like those that are on the front line right now. Mm-hmm. I, I had a conversation with my, my sister-in-law who's a nurse in Austin and she's telling me that, you know, how many patients they're seeing and what they're going through on a daily day to basis. This has given me, this pause has given me the ability to reflect and, and say, man, these people, they're some of the, I mean, I'm a punk dude. Mm-hmm. I really am, man, because the true those real true heroes, they ain't football players and basketball players. There are those that those doctors, those fire fire, you know, firefighters that, that are out there every single the nurses that are out there every single day risking their lives yeah. to save people, man. I mean, that's that's the part of me that says, okay, here's the reset button. I need to do whatever the hell it takes to help those mm-hmm. for you know, first responders. In whatever situation there is, yeah, I've been giving money to this certain charity. No, 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 I'm going to mm-hmm. give back to such and such yeah. because of so. You know, the other interesting thing about this time is, you know, Darren, you've you faced a lot of adversity gets thrown out there. That, that's a buzzword now. You faced a lot of adversity in your life, but that was personal to you. Tyler, same thing. Myself, the same thing. This is the first time probably ever that we're all facing the same exact adversity. Yeah. Now again, our our unique our situations are unique, but the actual problem is the same for everybody. Like yeah. you said earlier, it doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, what status you are. When in when in history have we ever all faced the same exact problem that's knocked every single one of us back? Mm. That, I mean, that's punched every single one of us in outside, the face. Somehow. I would say outside of like world wars, like you look at those. Um, I think you know you look at some of these deals. The the difference, the difference, I would say, is where we're at now is globally we're united because we have the connectivity that right. is different than we had when SARS one came out in early two thousands, right. Right? right? Or Mars came out in two thousand tens, right? Like. These are these are the same things, and actually, like SARS one was much more deadly than SARS two, you know, COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. um, and so so I, I agree. I think that there's we've had common enemies, right? Mm-hmm. But we have not been connected in the way that we are. That it's the same. We all have the same enemy. We all have the same goal, and we all need to get through this together. And and never ever, I would say, in history. Are we more dependent on our neighbor to protect yeah. us yeah. Than, yeah. So than we are right now? Yeah. Yeah. At least, like, aware of that, right? right. Like, you know, I, yeah, I could go off on a tangent there. But, but yes, I think this time, this time right now, I agree, this is totally unique, uh, partly because of timing and where we are as, as, as a human race and technology and connectivity and all that. But I also think that, uh, you know, this is a big enough issue and a scary enough issue that we don't know enough about altogether that we've got to band together and mm-hmm. and rally. So what are you what are some things you do you guys are doing mentally to keep yourself in the game and keep yourself focused on things you can control because there's a lot you can't control. And so how do you mentally stay in the game and look forward and not let that fear overtake you guys? Yeah, I think one of the things that I've been doing is just reaching out to people. 
uh, friends, uh, business partners, guys, people in our office. Ben, and, I know he calls you. He has not called me, not yeah, once. I talk to him at least four times a day. So. No, never, that's never cool. Will, Tyler, that's cool. So let's keep it that way. <laughs> Sweet. I'm doing but, good over here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're too far north, man. Uh, but, you know, it, it's it's been that. It's, for me, it's just been that. It's just reaching out to people um, and trying to keep a positive outlook on things because I, I think the, one of the things that, I've had to deal with, especially early on, was the negativity of what's going on and what's happening. That's right. And overcoming the negativity. And, and now trying to place it in a positive uh, mindset because, I, you, it, look, there's some people out there that I know are good friends of mine that are really getting hit hard, man, mm-hmm. and may lose their business through this process. And I know that's happening, and, and I've got, they've reached out, and I've had conversations, man. It's just, hey, let's just stay positive. Let's take advantage of all the resources, trying to help them with resources at the same time. I think more than anything right now, friends matter, brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, more than any time in our in my, in my lifetime, because yeah. I wasn't a part, you guys may think I was, but I wasn't a part of World War One and World War Two and all those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. <laughs> um, but more than any time, you know, this has hurt us, as you mentioned, in a global, this is globally, it's, 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 it's hurt us. And everyone's being affected by this. So I think right now for me, it's just being a friend yeah, mm-hmm. and being someone to lean on, whether it be through a health crisis, which a friend of ours has went through as far as COVID-19 or through a business crisis, you know, you know, as, as, as a friend, just being there with an open heart and open yeah. indoor process. So that's, what's given me a little, some solace about this situation is man, I, I feel like I've, um, uh, I've been proactive in a sense, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not going back down, brother. I yeah. mean, and I think that's a little bit of all of us is that, all right, we got, we said it again, we got punched in the mouth. Now I'm ready to fight, fight back. You, you know, the other trick that's going to be, because this happens all the time, not just in this, these dire of situations, but you lose that, that same mindset six months from now. A year from now, how do yeah. you how do you maintain? Oh, yeah, true, man. How do you maintain the the current thoughts that you have right now? Oh, this is gonna change my life. I'm gonna be so much better. I'm gonna love people more. What about six months from now? Yeah, or, or a year from now? It's establishing habits, though, right? Mm-hmm. And habits are harder to break. So if you create something right now that out of necessity, that you've got to change something and create a habit. But if as long as it becomes a habit in the next three to four months, like you, the likelihood of continuing on six mm-hmm. months, then you don't think about it. Right. But if you have to, if you have to force yourself to do it in six months, it's going to be hard to maintain. I agree. One thing I do want um, Ben is so so Ben is our wellness coach with with our company, um, and and a long history of physical fitness and and really, but he gets it. But talk about talk about the importance of staying physically active, and then how that and you brought up the mental aspect. How do you stay mentally sharp? But how that plays into it, right? Yeah, physical activity. I, I'm I've been a proponent for a long time. Obviously, having a fitness background, I just think it's so so key in staying sharp and again a scientist could probably explain it a lot better than I could but the the connection between mental health and physical health is so strong and so what I've done personally is I still stick to my routine of waking up early and and getting my workout and you've worked thing. out from home really for oh, quite a while now yeah you I, gotta, I, I, I hate commercial gym. gyms so, so that's so that's worked for you <laughs> yeah yeah, no, Shots I, fired. yeah yeah so for me the, the the fitness aspect hasn't been a transition because i have my own home gym in my garage and so 
Sticking to the routine of still waking up early, get, still working Gibbs out. Fitness. Gibbs, Gibbs Fitness. Fitness 10. Gibbs Fitness Instagram, 10. hit me up. Uh, no, but still sticking Workout to that same plans, routine. Workout plans, meal plans. <laughs> <laughs> Got an eight-week body change challenge. <laughs> so, yeah, so from a physical standpoint, I'll just run run you through the day. In my day it is I wait, still wake up same time. You know What time has that been? Butt crack of dawn. No, what time has that been? <laughs> Tell the truth. What time is that? 3.45 a.m. There you go. Uh, Jocko Willink thinks he's he's hard because he wakes up at four thirty. <laughs> that ain't nothing. Three forty five. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And so, but still getting that for, that workout in because that sets up my morning and puts me gives me so much energy. The endorphins, the all the good hormones that are released when you actually move your body physically and get your heart rate up. I was just thinking about it earlier. All these people, and sort of unrelated, but all the people that never in a day, on a day to day basis get their heart rate up, and what a shame that is. That you that you don't physically challenge yourself because the physical challenge translates so well to everything you do throughout the day. So many rant over. So get your workout in and move. That's going to set you up for a good morning to allow you to focus on the morning. And then midday, my three-year-old and I go on a bike ride or walk around the neighborhood mm. every day. Yeah. He, he needs to get out. He's been cooped up all morning. Cooped. I need to get out. Yeah, his name's Cooper. Yeah. I need to get out. So it's good for both of us. Right before lunch, we get out of the house, get some fresh air, Get the body moving again. Get those endorphins going. Get everything moving. Then we have lunch. I work. That sets me up. You know, another thing I've been doing, middle right. of the day, you know, I used to drink, I still drink a lot of caffeine. I've started you thinking, don't drink as much caffeine oh, as, your, oh, as Tyler over here. Well, that's yeah, Tyler, yeah. Tyler's having a heart attack soon. Yeah. You know what I've started doing? <laughs> Taking a really cold shower in the middle of the day. Uh, no, yes. you, you know, you're Joe? an extremist. No, no you're I, an extremist. extremist. No, you're extremist. ridiculous. But literally, I'm not kidding. I, after, I, you know, that 2.30 feeling? You know what lunch? that is? You know what they call that while you're taking a cold shower? You ain't getting no booty. <laughs> <laughs> Zero booty at all. <laughs> Let's not talk about that right now. No, but seriously, a cold shower, the, the physical benefits of jumping, immersing yourself into cold water. It's it's ten times stronger than than a caffeine hit from a from a, a coffee drink. How okay? So I'm sure you lived in cold, cold tubs. tubs. Lived yeah. in them. I lived in them. How hard is that for you oh. now? <laughs> I will never no, do a cold I'm tub telling again. you. I'm telling you. On Monday, when you start to feel yourself lulled, jump in the shower five minutes. Get you, turn that water on as cold as I promise you. It'll set yourself up, and you'll be you'll be instantly in the afternoon. In the afternoon, afternoon. right after lunch, because you know, everybody has that two thirty yeah. feeling. Everybody yeah. gets it. You know, you ate a heavy lunch. You start to nod off a little bit. I promise you, jump in a cold shower, and that'll set you. That'll springboard you for the next three or four hours of the day. So that gets me through the afternoon, and then at the end of the day, my son and I go back out again on another bike ride. Fresh air, get the body moving. So I'm active as much as I can, way more active than I am usually. Are you standing up while office. while you're working? I mean, I know for the longest time we've in the office. Yeah, we have those. De- yeah, those stand up. De- are you standing up while I, you're working? Or are you sitting? I've got a little bit of more of a ghetto setup at home. Little <laughs> <laughs> no fabulous footy on your I, knees. I don't have a, a stand up desk at home, so I'm literally I, I set out old clothes, set out mat, yoga mats, whatever, and I just I just go down to my knees where where the chair would be and mm-hmm. that that mimic standing but the first week i was sitting in a chair all day my little yeah. back started bothering yeah. me you know you're sitting in this old rickety you know wooden chair it's yeah. just it's just, i had to go i had to go get a new office chair yeah no it was, it was killing yeah. me it I makes me appreciate I, our setup for sure yeah but yeah just being the, the physical just staying physically active and keeping yourself sharp that way will translate so it has for me it will translate so well 
throughout your work day. Um, That's awesome. I'm a, yeah, big proponent of that for sure. All right, so let's let's wrap this up. Um, you know, we've talked about you know what our mindset is, what our our days look like, what the silver linings um, that have come out through uh, through this this pandemic. Um, but let's let's look forward. What are the things that that you two are looking forward to um, coming out of this? I do want to say this. What I. We want to be mindful on this podcast of what's going on, and we don't want to just not ever talk about it because that seems insensitive. Yeah. At the same time, we also want to be an, a positive escape for you as well. Yeah. And so we're going to keep talking about the things that we normally talk about, and that doesn't mean that we're being, you know, that we're being insensitive or we're we're not aware of what's going on. It's just we think it's important to try to you know keep your mind focused on what is important to you. And still bettering yourself. So for me, coming out of this, the biggest things that I'm going to take away is is the efficiency and how I work. Do I have to put in 10 hours every single day to that one single job? Maybe not anymore. Because I've realized, you know, you always talk about you give, you may, whatever time you give yourself, you'll make it take that amount of time. Yeah. Whatever the task is you got to do. And so just learning to be more efficient. Appreciating time at home with my kids. Again, Ty, like you said earlier, I, I was missing out on things I didn't realize I was missing out on. Yep. So that appreciation, but also on the flip side of that, appreciating having a place to go mm-hmm. every single day and, a, and, and, and get out and, and having a purpose, a sense of purpose. So those are a couple of things that I'm taking. And then obviously the physical health, yeah. thankful that, that we haven't had to deal with yeah, it personally. Man. That's yeah. That's um, me. And, man. and just appreciating yeah. that I do have a healthy body mm-hmm. and I can get out and move and be physical and, and things like that. Yeah. I, again, appreciation, appreciation for health. One, I think one of the things that I've, I've really been watching is how leaders lead through this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, in particular, how our company, our partnerships, the partners within my company, how they're leading. And you can learn so much. I'm telling you, man, when things go bad, you start to really figure out who's who and what's what mm-hmm. about people. And, that is one of the things that has helped me grow through the process. Cause I know I have, look, I, you know, people have looked at me as, as far as a leader in the past, but I know I have my deficiencies and I know I can get better at certain things. So I'm taking bits and pieces from, from this time right now. Also, again, I go back to the dog mentality. Like again, we, we, we were, we're going through this situation, but those that are going to come out of this are the ones who set their feet and say, okay, I'm going to get better at, I've had time. I've had to hit the reset button. I'm starting to figure out who I am. Now I'm going to be opportunistic and now I'm going to go fast. Mm -hmm. And six months from now, a year from now, I don't know when that time comes, but they're going to hit the pedal brother, Mm -hmm. because I'm telling you right now, there's some people out there who are listening right now who have been worker bees all their lives and now they've had some time to sit back and think, I can do better. Mm-hmm. Whether serving, whether in business, or whatever it is, and here's my reset button, and now I'm going to go. I'm, it's like a trampoline. I'm about to jump yeah. off in six months, right? Yeah, there's some and dogs on a leash right some now. dogs on a leash. Dude, I want the dogs to get off the damn leash. Yep. Tune into what we do on the Darren Witches show, mm-hmm. because that's what we are. We, mm-hmm. want, we want those guys, that are, or those people, not guys, guys and girls, to be... Or you know, they, or they, to listen. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Don't lie. You know, stop, man. Don't lie. 
So. I, we just want, you know, we just want those those those, those uh, that are out there listening right now to just understand that, you know, we're, we're just like them, man. That's right. We're just like everybody else. But, you know, I'm motivated and we're all motivated in this room. We want those that are listening right now to be motivated as well to, to achieve what exactly whatever it is exactly that they want. Mm-hmm. Go get it. Yeah. Hang in there, guys. Uh, we're yeah. we're going to get through this. Um, again, we're, our hearts go out to the people that are that are truly dealing with either unemployment or, or death in the family and, and sickness. Um, but there is an end date. We don't know what it is, but there is an end date to this. And like you said, Darren, on the positive side, I, I am excited to see what kind of dogs are, yeah, are out there because right. they're about to show themselves. That's right. So thanks again uh, for listening to the Darren Woodson podcast. Uh, we talk about, you know, all the things that we're dealing with right now. Uh, and as mentioned, you know, we're sensitive to all the hardships that people are facing right now, whether that's with health whether that's with ec- economics. Um, but again, we want to stay positive. We're here as to be a light in a dark world. And uh, we just want to make sure that we can connect with you. Make sure to follow us uh, on all podcast platforms. Uh, uh, like, share with friends. Make sure to get the word out. And then follow us on social media as well. Darren Woodson Show on Instagram uh, and uh, YouTube. YouTube. And make sure to comment want to hear from you what what topics you want us to discuss what guests you want to hear from uh with the rolodex that darren woodson has uh we have uh plenty of <laughs> my rolodex plenty of people to yeah. get front but we're excited to share more stories with you uh make sure to check us out next week talk to you soon